Hello and welcome to the Trap One podcast live from Utopia 20... Well, not live now that you're listening to it, but we're live now at Utopia 2022. Just clarifying there. Uh, I'm Pete. I am Joe. I'm Stephen. And I'm Cy. And we're all sat around a recording device together in the same country, on the same hemisphere even, which is a, just <laughs> a little bit weird in this yeah. situation. Can I prove to you that I've learned something from last year? What? In the... Why Boston Restart? No, what's it called? Yeah, that's Why it. Boston? Yeah. I got it wrong last year, didn't I? You went right. Yeah, no, I was calling it something else. <laughs> We're in the shade of a beautiful tree in the grounds of this uh, illustrious business centre. I'm awaiting a PowerPoint presentation at any minute. <laughs> it is the training centre, technically, isn't yes. it? And we're being trained in how to be Katie Manning, how to be Camille Cordray, <laughs> yeah. how to queue for autographs. We're actually in the queuing. The queuing is no, the centre of the It's going fine, isn't year. it? Yeah, yeah. I've mm-hmm. not been any long queues. No, you get a little no, queue. And they, yeah, the photo queues are very small. They yeah. get you in and out very fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's a precision operation. <laughs> we're, we're back to having the, um, the, the difficult decisions to be taken when there's two stages and a photo studio and autographs all going at once. Yeah. I forgot that last year it was a one, it was only a one-off that they were only there was only one thing to do. So there's no FOMO, no difficult choices to be made about missing missing out. But um, you can dash from one thing to another, can't you? It's quite nice though, isn't it? You got the choice. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can kind of choose your own schedule for the yeah. weekend. But the weekend did begin with a bit of drama and having to rejig their plans because uh, yes. bless her, but poor Maureen O'Brien has picked up COVID. Hope she's well by now. But that was a um, I guess that was that com- that bloody com- Comic Con down in London. Devastating. Oh, that London. Oh. She's the only one I wanted to see. I want a bloody <laughs> refund. <laughs> you listen, Phantom Boys. <laughs> but we got bonus Cybermen. We did, it? and oh, they yeah. were fabulous. They were really interesting, all three of them, and particularly David Banks, who is just a star. And so I got to ask him about his opinion on the new series Cybermen. Oh, After yeah. writing oh, I missed the that. Because you, were, you yeah. were late, weren't you? I was, you? So you that. I was on the A14. And, and, I didn't and he was that brilliant. Either. He was so good. He was there saying, yeah, he said, I loved the rise of the Cybermen because I told the Cybermen origin story. Oh, and then I realised it was a parallel universe. And I thought, wow, they could have done that in the proper universe. And then I was very excited to hear Neil Gaiman was writing a Cyberman story. And he said, and it wasn't very good. It was <laughs> shockingly terrible. Yes, he didn't like He had that a great story about how he was constantly trying to tell JNT that he kept doing the Sidemen. Yeah. And then he wanted to have his face on the screen. So yeah. he was going, oh, yeah, maybe you could tell the story before I was cybertized. You know, yeah. JNT was not biting. It's <laughs> such a shame. That would have been a really great story. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he was he was so he was very um what's the word? Possessive. Has, I just mean like paternal he, he, he has such a sense of responsibility yes. for the cyber mm-hmm. leader specifically yeah. doesn't he? and he said oh, he'll turn up for all the light entertainment shows that they wanted Cybermen on yeah. and would would um, do all these stupid things because yeah. he thought it was a really good thing to publicise the Cybermen but do you know what else he said he said he was there they said that he was sort of mentoring the other Cybermen so <laughs> that's right yeah he was teaching them there. how to be Cybermen well, that fellow was there from Attack of the Cybermen who's going <laughs> he weren't fucking mentoring him very well, was he? Well, the, I bet he was mm-hmm. trying to make himself look good. Well, there's a real... You can see the difference, can't you, in a tap between the ones who were in with Michael Kilgariff with who's yeah. doing it 60s style. Because he's like, I know, he was a Cyberman in 1960-something. I'll, I'll show you how we do it. Basically, they, you're a robot. Much slimmer actor in the Michael Kilgariff <laughs> costume at this convention as well, I but, say. M- brilliantly, um, when I was queuing up for my autograph with David Banks and telling him how much I'd love the Cyberman Ooh. book as... 
as a child. Well, I suppose I was a child, a teenager, teenager. <laughs> were you ever a child? What, what, what uh, you, I think it's as a lizard. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, know. what were you? Uh, but I, I was telling him about this, and he said, "Oh, yeah, it was, thank you. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I loved that." And then he revealed that he's recorded the talking book of Iceberg oh. and was talking to different yeah. to all the fans in the queue because his queue was really long <laughs> about um, how they would like to see an iceberg audiobook released because he said Andrew Scaletta will release it through his website so he said would you like a gatefold kind of vinyl sleeve but with a download code on a poster in it or do you want it on vinyl or do you want it as CDs he said because he said Doctor Who fans like to own things yeah. So he said, I, Do so I? said I'm just just asking, he said, <laughs> and we hopefully we'll get something out soon. So there we go, that's a Trap One exclusive for you. Wow, that's <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, and, and he, he's already been, always one of my favourites, but getting to the queue and uh, asking him to sign something, because I got here in time to get his autograph uh, and uh, saying that, uh, you know, I uh, shot with one of the stories that turned me into, the, into a super fan. He was like, oh, did you see it on UK Gold? Did you get on video? And I was like, no, I saw it was on TV. Oh, charmer, isn't I saw it, it was yeah. on TV. Originally, you went, no, you couldn't have done. Uh, yeah, charmed, uh, charmed by the side of the And yeah, I, had, I had a lovely photo with with the cyber trio and made David Banks laugh by doing the cyber power fists and said <laughs> I was channeling my inner David Banks and David Banks is roaring with laughter excellent the back of my <laughs> and that's the other thing you can't help but keep saying excellent to David Banks when you talk to him uh, this is now I've discovered this is a fatal flaw in my life just as a quick update from last year, we gave uh, the Wipers and Lakes Resort a 3.5-star uh, <laughs> on TripAdvisor for their mixed food menu. Well, this year, Simon Hart could not have lunch on the first day because he has a cheese allergy and everything was covered in cheese. Everything. So he was stuck oh, eating a load of sides. I had the most amazing carb meal you can imagine. <laughs> so, unfortunately, you're going from 3.5 to 3. Oh, mm-hmm. but the desserts are much better. There was chocolate. There was, there was really good chocolate. Chocolate cake, yeah, I so know. I had yeah. everything. It was yeah. delicious. So, you know, <laughs> honestly. So, Stephen, what was your highlight yesterday? Well, I really enjoyed seeing the two 60s acts. We had oh. uh, David Weston, who appeared in The Massacre, but also in uh, Warrior's Gate, uh, and Francis White as Cassandra from The Myth Makers, which obviously none of it exists. So, it was just fascinating to see and hear an insight of what television was like back then. And they made that mistake again of saying, well, it was recorded. It wasn't recorded. It went out live. So, no, no, no. Oh, no, did they? <laughs> but uh, it was as live, I guess. Yeah. You know, it was just wonderful to hear stories about, you know, what it was like. And, um, you know, William Hartnell perhaps seemed to be <laughs> a bit grumpy, both of them agree. That was funny. Um, and we had some stories about Tom Baker as well from David West. Weston. He was grumpy as well, by all accounts. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, I, I love that. Just, I mean, it's my first English con. Um, mm. And it's very different to the to the two that I've been previously. One's in Australia and the other was actually Gallifrey one a, a few years ago. Ooh, so but that's is, madly over the top compared to this. Well, I mean, it's just so busy. Whereas here, it just sort of feels like you can sit down and have a chat and... Um, no, it was lovely, yeah. It's like, it's like a village fate, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lovely. great way of describing yeah. it, absolutely. <laughs> Frances White was really fascinating, I thought. I, when she said, well, she said... After 60 years in the business, he said, if you told me 60 years ago that yeah. I'd be famous for playing Cassandra in four weeks of episodes oh, of Doctor Who yeah. and, and an elderly pig, <laughs> she said, I'd never have believed you. I had a moment because she then dropped that she was the receptionist in May to December. Yes. And I watched the entire run. Uh-huh. I did not recognise it. And then no. I kind of sat up in my seat. I'm checking on my yeah. phone. <laughs> 
She was a great character. She was, that. yeah, and she spoke about that really warmly, yeah, didn't she? Yeah. Well, Leslie Dunlop. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So that was a, that was a very fun first letter. We also had a quiz in the evening. Oh, we yeah. didn't do very well in the quiz. The did four we? people sitting around this phone <laughs> did win, along with Jason Thompson. Along with Jason, who's not, who's somewhere. Where is he? He's somewhere. In a, I he's in a queue or meal or some. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, Although we have to say our go. secret weapon in this quiz was Simon Hart. Yeah. Fraser yeah. Hines was signed to the major minor label. Who the bloody hell would know that? But you, honestly. But I didn't know who played Rassilon in the five doctors to be so. fair you did get his last yeah, I did yeah, yeah I was close can I tell you something you know we were pondering for ages over how many hits Billy Piper had had yeah Marv Roth played me every fucking one this morning <laughs> in my room oh, and wow. there's some dreadful bloody songs I'm, I'm telling you in the bar Pete and this is the top ten hits <laughs> the honey to the bee one was really terrible oh god you're CGI well now you're you're skating as much controversy as Katie Manning did in her Room 101 nomination of, oh, 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 oh yeah Katie <laughs> you could see her the collective <gasps> from the audience as she said that what's the surprised me was three people put their hand up <laughs> I was one of them I wish I Steve right are you a jazz are you a jazz fan yeah so that's that's one of the things that they do sort of as a, as a sort of intermissionary panel they get it's a couple really of the guests fun. up and they do room 101 they just nominate stuff what else was in Marks and Spencer sandwiches and, cruise and, the, audi- and the audience cruising, vote going, cruising, cruise, going on a time. cruise not actually cruising at the lake someone said very loud Loudly. <laughs> I have to make that distinction here, don't you? I love a Marks and Spencer sandwich and I a cruise, you know, I and Abba. I didn't see any boats on the lake. What did they <laughs> Don't play the innocent Pete Lambert. <laughs> well, we also had a game, of, uh, a game of bingo we on did. the first day. Oh, we're Andy, jumping about now, sorry. Andy Futter spilled his balls out all over the place again. Balls and everywhere. You walked off with two of them. Well, I oh, didn't. Man, Mark, Mark did, did. Yes. Yeah. Signed by Katie Manning and somebody else. Peter Purvis. Oh, was it Peter? No, it was Sophie. Oh, oh that's right. That was another one by Peter. Yeah. Someone else won that. Yeah. I know. Someone from the Phantom Crew kept winning. I was like, oh, yeah, I foul play here. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fun, nice entertainment. It was a fun night. Say. Yeah, it was yeah. very, very good. And then we got to bed very late, didn't we, Peter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, we, we, we excuse me, gentlemen. We were, we but the... we were not far off. <laughs> we weren't the very last, but it was still going at midnight, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Good, well, we're the lightweights, obviously, Stephen. No, I, well, I went to bed, and one of the things that I uh, heard as I was falling off to sleep... Uh, oh. Uh, was Katie Manning's voice outside my hotel room window. It was rather lovely. <laughs> Serenading you? Yeah, with, Not with Abba. <laughs> <laughs> Better than last year. Last year there was a stag party playing rounders at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually managed Saturday. to sleep this year. That was the, well, that was the Saturday, though. That may well, yes, still could, be to come. Could, could Very that they're not here this year. <laughs> well, well they might be tonight. Who knows? Yeah, well, you know. one of you never know who else is going to turn up in your, no. your hotel. It's quite funny. One of the <laughs> cutest things that we've seen over this weekend is a five-year-old boy called Rupert who absolutely worships Colin Baker's doctor and is dressed in a very accurate he's got green spats yeah his his mum and dad have slaved I think mainly his mum she was saying have slaved over this costume getting it getting Mm -hmm. it made and tracking down bits of material that look right and then Joe and the wig do you know what They, they literally were right at the front of the queue to go in and then they changed the venue so technically they were right at the back I was like come on get him through he needs to be the first person to see Colin Baker and 
Did you see? Lovely. Oh, did you see Colin's reaction? We did. And then he goes to the kid, oh, you're so cute. And then he turns to me and goes, you're less cute. (laughs) I said, said, Colin Baker, last year you flirted outrageously with me. He went, oh, come here and give me a big kiss. (laughs) I love Colin Baker. But Colin was lovely with with the young boy. He really was. He was so pleased and he gave him a hug. Did you see the Crocs he was wearing this year? Yeah, they were dreadful. (laughs) This is a new level of hideous Yeah, sorry, Colin. Mm-hmm. I still love you, but but really, been those crocs, psychedelic yeah. crocs. And Terry Malloy was there, c- cradling this teddy bear. We weren't sure what I'm that not was sure all about. What that, no. no, but the man didn't he? Grabbed hold of the bear and he said, "I've always I wanted a bear behind me all weekend." <laughs> Terry Malloy <laughs> went, "Oh, <laughs> like anybody else," which was fabulous. So the star of today so far, I think we could probably all agree has. Been Adric actor Matthew oh Waterhouse. God. Wonderful! What a great public yeah. speaker. He's mm. lovely, and he's got he's got such a nice voice anyway. And he's so and he's really witty and charming, and and makes and you can certainly see how the the four of them in in that TARDIS crew fit together with their personalities and the sense of humour. The way he'll make occasionally make a cheeky joke, and they go, "Oh, but I'm only joking. I'm only joking." <laughs> someone else's expense. Whereas Janet Fielding would just rip someone in half for a laugh, and it was like, "Yeah." Okay, he, said, he said, "Oh." Because I asked him about his target book readings, which mm. I really liked, and he said, "Yes, and I did did the impression of Peter Davison." I said, "Some might say it was better than Peter Davison." <laughs> oh, oh, just joking. And then he did the Australian accent. He did far better than Jack. <laughs> but do you know what? He could have a bit of a chip on his shoulder about dogs too, because fandom treated him quite yes. badly for a long time, mm. and he still comes to these things. And honest to God, it's some of the most intelligent public conversation mm. I've heard this weekend. Yeah, he was talking. Yeah, because he's talking about writing his. Um, audiobook for Big Finish which yeah. was really fascinating to hear and I'm Watches. quite intrigued to hear, yeah. to hear it now yeah. when it I was, wasn't before it was when he said um, the story comes from the setting so you know these people are always travelling and if you get the setting right then the story almost takes mm. care of itself I don't know if that's entirely true but what mm-hmm. an interesting way to approach it yeah. and then yeah. he did a fabulous live commentary on the Keeper of Trakan episode 1 and well, people were Joe, just have, uh, have you ever heard a Doctor Who commentary? <laughs> oh, what on the Keeper of Trakan? <laughs> no. I think I think they could catch on. So I think, I think, I think, I think yeah, I think there's a, a, could I, be a podcast in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel as if I should have been the moderator for that. But you know what? People were just throwing no. questions at him, yeah. and he just was took them. graciously yeah. just answering yeah. them all. And he was talking about what was actually happening on screen during the episode, Joe. So that's a, bit, <laughs> that's a breakthrough. <laughs> and Stephen, I've got to say, you asked the most intelligent com- uh, question in that entire live commentary. No, and much like the interview with Chris Bidman that we did on New to Who it sort of came the answer came back to say oh we, we didn't really mean that <laughs> you saw these things like the 8th Doctor says humans seeing patterns where there aren't any my question was about whether there was any intent I guess in maybe that sort of dying fall around mm. season 18 where we sort of lead uh, into the final regeneration and, and Keeper of Traken is it's essentially a Shakespeare, Shakespearean mm, let me say that right a Shakespearean revenge tragedy mm. uh, and, and you know to be fair to him Matthew sort of sat back and said look it was, it was, it was a massive rush we just wanted yeah. to get get 20 pulled out the Terrence Dix quote, quote didn't we yes, we were just trying to not have the test card showing <laughs> make 25 minutes of telly um, and, and that you know we sort of uh, as fans I guess um, cast those those structures and thoughts and patterns um, post hoc after the fact so I mean I can understand that but, but do you know what I'm still convinced that it's fandom having those conversations and things like that that lead eventually to conventions like this where we all come together yeah, and get talking yeah, so, I, yeah. my six year old self would not believe that I was sat next to Matthew Waterhouse <laughs> watching Doctor Who I know yeah. right well, it's just on a computer screen, on a, computer, on a giant yeah. screen, computer screen I know screen. 
There was a, just... there was one particular moment where Adric was to the left of the screen and Matthew Waterhouse was just to the right of the mm. screen in my vision. And I thought to myself, bloody hell, he's aged well. He looks beautiful he now. What is he? Is he, has, is he 60? I don't know. He must be. He's he must be. Yeah. 18, 18 and 1980. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's, what, 40-something yeah. years He looks old. eminently shaggable. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and he lives in Hastings, just down the road from me. And so I think I might ask him over for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> he can only say no. <laughs> he won't say no. <laughs> I will never know if you were right. Mm-hmm. No, well, that's next year I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. will, yeah. So, coming up. We've got uh, Terry Molloy, Nicola McCall, if she was a blast last time. Oh, um, she was amazing. She's everyone got... was picking her up in the photo call. <laughs> Honestly, oh, you've already seen her in the photos? Yeah, oh, I've picture nice. with her. She was walking down the corridor and she was just grinning at everyone. Can I just it's say a lovely. moment for James and his monsters? Oh, all God, yes, because we had a masks. lovely chat with him, didn't we, Joe? Yeah, and they are like photorealistic masks of Sontarans, but robots, all sorts. And he Ooh. comes along to these things. Like, I don't think none of them get paid, you know. I think, no. sorry, you can edit that bit out. Like, well, I don't know. I'm perfectly no. convinced they all volunteer, yeah. you know, for five minutes of fame. And... Um, <laughs> He comes along every single time. He does a free photo shoot with the monsters. And I just think that's a wonderful addition to this thing, just to get to see those. Now. Yeah, just and it. he's happy to talk about how he goes about making them. Yeah. Yeah. He talked about how he nearly fell off a stage when he was dressed up as a sensorite. Yeah. <laughs> when he thought he was going to Big Finish Heaven because... Nick, Nick Briggs, Briggs was, was calling stage, saying, Come on, come on, James. Come this way, come you're this about way. to fall off the bloody stage. Oh, Isn't that what Big Finish does in their final moments? But his dad is there this year with a mechanical quark and a mechanical oh, cyber and yeah. things like that, and they're gorgeous. Oh, the little wooden, yeah, yeah you turn the handles. Yeah. Oh, they're so cute. I wish <laughs> they Simon were... was doing a turny handle sign there I with was. his hand. I'm just illustrating that for audio <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Pete was just doing a turny <laughs> I was doing it too. Yeah. And yeah. Fraser's very excited at the mention of a quark. Absolutely. No, no, I wish they were for sale, though. I yeah, they're really, them, really gorgeous. They're quite intricate, aren't they? Yeah. In, uh, in Sale Watch, mm-hmm. I managed to find a whole box of targets for £2 a piece and plugged many of my... Oh, that's lovely. That is, they're very expensive, you know. So get your bargains where you Mm -hmm. can. And I'll also report that the food this morning, there were some delicious sausages in that breakfast. I thought the bacon was very good. The hash browns were amazing. Mm. Honestly, I had four. Four? (laughs) Absolutely delicious. Yeah, we had a lion, so we had the dregs, didn't we? Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, some people have eaten four hash browns. There's <laughs> none left. Yeah. But I will say, I feel like this year, it feels a lot more sort of fluid. There's more happening, and it feels like it's all sort of effort well, yeah. going on. So. Yeah, because we were still in lockdown. Semi, we were still semi-lockdown last year, wasn't it? We were only just coming out of that. I think I just had my first vaccination. I can't remember now. It's all a blur. It's a peculiar period. Yeah. Which we, is now completely over and we'll never have to worry about it again. Exactly. <laughs> right. So um, we caught we caught the end of Danny Horn talking about a Christmas carol earlier yeah. on and yeah. talking about playing um Ray Davis in a forthcoming oh. biopic of the Kinks mm. and his friendship with him. He was nice. Do you know He's that very fella hot. who was in mm. Blink? What's his name? Finlay Robertson. Oh, isn't he handsome? Honestly. Is mm. he the one that's naked in Blink? Yes, you keep saying that every time oh, you ask him about now. him. I'll tell you what, he's beautiful. I haven't actually had a signature mm-hmm. or a picture of him or anything, but he keeps walking past. And I got to ask Camille about um, her new show, Big Boys, and how oh. she was enjoying pl- um, playing a taxi driver. And she said, yeah, she said, I drove that for real. She said, I got, in, got it in the first time. She said, 
put my foot down, went up that hill for that scene. He said, and the guy came out who owned the taxi driver and said, yeah, you could be a black cab woman. <laughs> <laughs> They've done this wonderful video, you know, which we are all in, by the way. You know, we were taking that video where we're in the queue. Oh, so they've yeah. done an advertising video for Utopia. Oh, nice. And right at the end, it's Camille Kajuri <laughs> signing in slow motion. She just turns to the camera and goes, Mwah! <laughs> If that's yeah. not going to invite everyone in, I don't know what will. She uh, is lovely. Yeah. She is. Right, well, should we get back to the fun and probably come back and do a bit more of an update tomorrow? Can I just or? make a quick public warning? Oh, this what? is public health service yes. convention. I think these are wonderful things with everybody coming together. Um, but this time last year... Um, I met my other half for the very first time. You be careful you meet in these conventions, all right? Because <laughs> you might end up paying bloody bills with them. <laughs> all right? It's... Yes, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we'll report on Sunday. Mm. Well, on Sunday. Tomorrow. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Mm. See you later, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Greyhound leader, track one, over. Track one, we reach Greyhound leader, over. Welcome to day two of the. Well, no, it's day three, isn't it? Oh. It is. Day three. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> Welcome to a long day. <laughs> Welcome to Sunday. Okay, have I got that right? Yeah, it is yes. Sunday of Utopia 2022. It's afternoon it's sunny it's not horrifically sunny yet is it? it's just yeah, nice it's, a very it's nice just breeze nice running um, through. but we're back in the garden which has got this lovely little alcove we've, we've got some a trellis thing going over us it's all a bit trachonite mm. and uh, and and here we are ready to uh, talk about what we've been up to so far i'm pete i'm Sai. i'm joe and i'm jason you're not Stephen. No, what have no. you done with him? I've sent him home. We put him on a plane to he's Singapore. He's regenerated. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen has had a wonderful time, and we've then has had tearful farewells as he's headed off back after oh, his visit yeah. to the UK. And can I just say, uh, I think Pete Lambert's voice is a few uh, decibels lower than it was the last time we do, did this. Do I sound more like Pat Butcher than usual? <laughs> and do I sound as what much... What is that, Pete? Do I sound as much like Pat Butcher as Sophie Aldred did oh, last night? Was amazing. Oh. Oh, we need to talk about dimensions in time. We do. So the, so the entertainment last night was, uh, the, the main the headline of it was The Greatest Show in the Galaxy, which was basically cabaret things. We had a fantastic it two was. Ronnie's sketch remix to start off with that was brilliantly funny tell us everything that was wrong with the Jodie Whittaker era (laughs) 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 it was so funny it was Barnaby Edwards and Nick Pegg that did that and Nick Pegg Barnaby Evans was reading. Nick Pegg just knew the answers. Yes, they'd got it all scripted out. So it, it was the, it's the one where your previous answer is the right answer on Mastermind, uh, or it's the wrong answer, but it's funny. And uh, I thought that and was going to be were, the highlight of the night. They that were really funny. They really were. And it says a lot, you know, they, if someone's taking the piss out of something that you like, but they still do it in a way that's funny enough to get a laugh out of you. That's how yeah. funny it is. So uh, that, that was etc. And they just kept going. They, they kept, uh, there yeah, was 40, they thought, oh, questions, wasn't 40, there? 40 questions, wasn't there? 40 questions. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought, oh, they'll do 10, and that'll be funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they just kept going. Like, and they were all funny because they were just ripping the piss and out of the show. They did and it so deadpan yeah. as well, and they didn't get the, <laughs> get the giggles in the middle of it. I can't <laughs> I can't remember what um time flight was the answer to, but that was one of the funniest ones too. But they will say like they're known as being uh these things as being Dalek operators, but mm. actually the pair of them contribute a lot to Big Finish. Smart scripts and terrific direction. Mm. They're really clever blokes, yeah. and that was mm-hmm. just yeah. Fabulous. And then we were treated to a um, succession <laughs> of game shows yeah. with with Daleks versus Companions. That's right. 
very close run, very closely run, but, mm-hmm. but then it got to Dimensions in Time. Which live was a highlight of the entire weekend. <laughs> it was superb, absolutely superb. So each team had to recreate <laughs> a moment from Dimensions in Time. They were given the script, so they were shown the clip, and then they had to perform for us, and they they did it the two teams did it very differently but both of them were absolutely hilarious I don't think Nick Pegg's Rani could have been topped but then when Sophie Aldred did it it yeah. was sublime <laughs> but Fraser Hines was a brilliant Peter Davison that's he right mm-hmm. and Sophie Aldred wrapped, uh, rolled up her programme and was going around with the camera Being like the she camera. was doing 3D <laughs> footage <laughs> it thing. was so funny I think honestly. we've got some video of it haven't we Pete I, I grabbed a, I've share, tweeted out yeah. a little bit of that yeah so I'll, sh- I'll share the little clip of that if you haven't so seen it brilliant and that, you, you don't get that at Megacon 5 billion no, do you I'm no. sorry it's, it's like a, it's like a sort of like a village fate atmosphere at these things uh, which just uh, you're always bumping into people that you know and, and you, you feel like you know the hosts and the staff are all so friendly um it's priceless. It's lovely. And, <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. whole nice entertainment, I just thought it was really well done. In fact, I went to Pandorica uh, in, when was that? October? Yeah, October? yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the entertainment that night, I don't know what went wrong. It was, it, it was all a bit subdued, whereas this oh. was fucking riotous. Yeah, they, everyone was in the mood for it and the audience was swept along. So they were doing the audience participation in yeah. Dimensions in Time. <laughs> yes, How Which long? I think I was the first person to shout out and then everyone joined in the next yeah. time. I didn't even so, know that was a thing. You didn't, you've yeah. never seen the audience participation no. version of Dimension. <laughs> oh my god, I've got that in an article in a fanzine somewhere. I'll have to look that out because there is shouting out bits that you have oh, to do. It's a bit like Rocky Horror, <laughs> yeah. isn't it, on the yeah. stage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we had a, a, an amusing version of The Price Is Right as well, and I learned that I know nothing about the price of Doctor Who merchandise. Oh, the eBay sales. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I was very pleased to see the uh, record label of Fraser Hines' single, just to confirm that it really was on the major, major minor. minor. Now everyone knows the answer to that yeah, quiz exactly. question, don't they? Yeah, I'm going to up it. my game for next She's year. She's a figure of Sophie Aldridge. Yeah. She looked about 10 sizes bigger than she actually is, didn't she? I think, it was, a Laura, I think it was a Laura <laughs> Croft that had been customised, mm-hmm. maybe. I think it was I don't just know. a normal figure they added extra layers to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, I see. Honestly. But we, um, but we had missed that. We haven't talked about the guests on Saturday yet. No, no. I think the standout panel for me <laughs> yesterday was Nicola McAuliffe. Oh, she's Who oh, was yeah. just amazing and had the audience in the palm of her hand. The audience of her, though, is her, her non-Who career. Yeah. yeah. It's just so her, interesting. Mm-hmm. Her 10 minutes of screen time in Sound of Drums have given yeah. us a lifetime of convention attendances, I sincerely hope, because she's so funny and she tells the dirtiest jokes. And yeah. And every time someone walks in, she said, do you want me to begin again? <laughs> what time do you call this? Where have you been? <laughs> and it's always the case at conventions. There's always one microphone on the blink. It's just a, it's just a fact of conventions, I think. Um, and uh, but she's the one who did. It makes everyone did sound not a need bit it. like a Dalek duplicate, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, kind of but, she, but, but she's the one person who didn't need a bloody microphone. She's like, can you hear me at the back? <laughs> like, yes. I want to apologise to her actually because I had a picture with her and for some reason I said, will you just come into my bosom? And she did. <laughs> and it's honest to God, it looks like her face is made out of plasticine. <laughs> Out of shape. <laughs> I will put it on the bottom of this when you put this out. That one needs to go Bless out. Bless her heart. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think the highlight was her demonstrating that the screen <laughs> in, in the sound of drums was not edited in post-production with the constant opening and closing of the door. She was just going at How it. How long did that last? She demonstrated it by just, she started on the screen and just kept up the perfect pitch. She started dancing around, she sat down, looked at her watch, got up, got a bottle of water and just kept on going. And we were like, 
how is she doing? How is she breathing? How is she doing? But she just went on and on and on. It was fabulous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we were also regaled with, I thought, a lot of news stories, actually, from Colin Baker later yes. in the day. And yeah. we'd had the very cute moment just earlier, just before your photo, Joe, hadn't we? What with With the young boy, Rupert, oh, who was dressed yes. as Colin Baker, to have his photo Bless with him. Colin Baker. And Colin was just so wonderful. And I have to say, Colin is wearing Crocs again uh, this weekend. But he did go up on the stage and say, basically, F you to everyone who doesn't like Crocs. I love them. (laughs) Yeah, and they were particularly amazing Crocs. And his shirt was very J&T, wasn't it? Very good. I think he said that at one point, yeah. I'm wearing this in tribute to J&T. And he made so many references to Sylvester McCoy being in The Hobbit. That was hilarious. (laughs) Sylvester could probably fund the next one of these doctors. He's been in lots of movies. (laughs) And there was a good lesson in actually go to these things on time because then you might end up asking questions about something that's already been answered previously in the conversation. Yeah. And this was, uh, for me, I wasn't in the Colin Baker panel, but I was uh, taking advantage of the uh, rather more village fate atmosphere of this this convention, because far from being just, right, you're at the guest panels or you're just not doing anything, I was sat in the foyer of the hotel, happily chatting away with Terry Malloy, and then Fraser Hines came along and joined Ah, us, and we just had a bit of a chat Mm -hmm. with some, some of the organizers as well, and it was lovely to be able to just do that. Did you do that with Michael E. Bryant as well? Someone no, did. No, Someone that was did. me. Ah. Mm. Michael E. Bryant is a star. He mm. is a wonderful, wonderful man. And I went up for my signature from him and ended up having a five-minute chat about all his all his direction. And I happened to tell him that I'd watched some things that he didn't normally get asked about. And he was so happy to hear about yeah. those. So his Tale of Two Cities from 1980 that he wrote and mm. directed. And his Blake 7 episode, well, obviously... Make seven episodes. Still invite well. him on that. And I still that, haven't still managed to ask that question. And then did this you? Morning, well, I didn't ask Matthew yeah, Then this morning so. we watched him um, do. He did a live commentary of part six of the Green Death, and he was brilliant. Jason, he, you had a moment in that, didn't you? Oh, the, the, the sadistic swines <laughs> making us watch episode six of the Green Death <laughs> on a Sunday morning. On a Sunday morning. Although I think it was just as well that they did it on Sunday and not Saturday when Katie Manning was actually here. Because can you imagine a whole room of Doctor Who fans watching? episode six of The Green Death and then stepping out of the room to find Katie Manning mm-hmm. and on mass going, oh, why did you ever leave? She would hug everyone. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, she she would. Would. Yes, um, can I say that the TripAdvisor staff for the Wybotson Lakes Resort is now going up to a four from a free because I thought the food last night was spectacular oh those burgers oh, were good food they? was good breaded mushrooms uh, sweet potato fries I um, mean the desserts yeah. mm-hmm. honestly best night I've had here <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, so we we also all sat in for Fraser Hines doing a live commentary although he didn't actually say very much of a was well, we, all got yeah. in, we all got engrossed we did we were just watching, watching too yeah. with the Cybermen yeah. she could have kept watching that you know? yeah I was really did. enjoying it because I used to, it's funny that that used to be such a thing at conventions you could actually watch an old episode of Doctor Who at yeah. a convention in the 80s well yeah ones that you couldn't get hold of <laughs> yeah. but that, that just felt like hanging out with your busy mate Fraser yeah. Hines this is in the like little room too. this is in the little room and there's only there's probably a dozen people or so in yeah. that way I mean it was, yeah. it was first thing on the Sunday morning which is traditionally a bit of a sore Head zone for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, for for no, you, no, no, no. <laughs> I was fine. I yeah, I was fine too. How, how many bottles of wine? <laughs> uh, more than one. Did, did, did <laughs> anyone than, go to the karaoke? 
so some people did. did. We didn't know. We, we I saw a bit oh, of it at the end I of the night, up, didn't you? Yeah, because I, they were still oh, going at midnight. I, I've, I've never done. I've never karaoke. I was there at the previous convention to this, and my room was above the karaoke, and it was was on your roof. Agonising. I heard Bon Jovi songs killed to death all night till like two in the morning. But yeah, but I didn't because because some we were in two minds, so we came down to touch some drinks in the bar, and we were with the intention of going back up to the karaoke, and we never got around to it. We just stayed and where we were. Before we knew it, we'd discussed what was wrong with the whole of Doctor Who, 1963. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what yeah. was that then? Well, everything. It was just a bad much, idea yeah. to begin with, to be it, honest. It was, yeah, it was <laughs> a rubbish idea. Susan to start was a bad with. idea. Oh, that's right. She yeah. was inconsistently written. Oh, but was she? No, she was a good idea, but well, not delivered. Anyway, here we but go. Inconsist- inconsistently and, written came up a lot in that yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah, various yeah. things. Very like, inconsistently which written. Companions were were sleep slept together in the TARDIS. Oh, who's yeah? Who's can I and Ben? That conversation we had that was yeah, right yes. here in the garden. <laughs> Let's hope Ben and Jamie. Um, <laughs> I did say Ben and Jamie. <laughs> Talking about things that were wrong. I still think Ian and Barbara were just good friends. Someone I'm sorry. did that very weird thing in the Philip Hinchcliffe panel a minute ago where they asked, well, Philip, what do you think? Uh, you know, is there a story that you can identify that basically went completely tits up <laughs> you ask the producer that question do you know what he said he goes so were you going to um, so you, were you asking about the whole story or things in general and he went well actually quite a lot it was not how I envisaged it as it turned up on screen but he is a fantastic talker he, yeah, he, Hinchcliffe yeah, yeah he's yeah. a very intelligent and well considered yeah. very dapper gentleman I think isn't he could pull off a pink shirt pink shirt yeah. and matching socks yeah. and with white trousers it's mm-hmm. just uh, you, you and could carry that if you're Philip Hinchcliffe I adore Andy Futter, who's here. Oh, yeah. Who, uh, he's at yeah. the bingo and things like that. He's campus Christmas and very, very funny. Mm. But actually, I noticed, because Hinchcliffe talks in a very level, yeah. quite serious way, mm. it was all conducted like that. It was just such an interesting chat. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it's good how they, when they reflect the persona of the person they're interviewing and, and sort of get on a, on the same, yeah. on, a, on a vibe with them. So that, so that Gives it, them it, their it flows, doesn't it? Should I take that onto my own podcast? Because that's a good advice, <laughs> isn't it? Give them their blood. No, you just you just grab everyone and bring us all up to your level. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm still amazed, Joe, that I've sat through all these things and people have said, has anyone got any questions? And someone who is famous no. on this podcast for going, I've got a question for you, didn't have a single no, one. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no, because I get terrible stage fright. I don't like talking in crowds. So uh, I'm very happy doing it with a microphone, but not, yes. with them. not oh, I just chuck them out of people. I've asked <laughs> lots of questions over this weekend. It's been good. It's been a fabulous yeah. weekend. I've wonderful. enjoyed every minute of it. It's been so well organised. The venue is good. The... And the numbers have been kept to manageable yeah. levels, so yeah. we, you know you're never queuing for longer no, than no. ten minutes or so to get in anywhere. It's it's yeah. been really really Honestly, good. The, the whole thing feels so much smoother than last year. I think it's all coming out because oh, it was uh, yeah, we were, COVID. Yeah, it exactly. was All a bit up in the air. Exactly. But yeah. This year it feels very smooth. It was amazing they were even able to get it together at all last year. So so to be, now to be back at back at full speed, uh, and yeah, like you said, the good thing here with the queuing is like. The only time I've had to really queue was when I, I was early, so I wanted, I wanted to be at the front. But if you just turn up on time, everyone seems to be going through in a few minutes. It's just, it's just fine. Yeah. But without feeling rushed as yeah, well. Not like yeah. when you go to the bigger conventions where it's like, right, in, autograph, thank you, piss off. <laughs> no, Next. there is time yeah. to have a chat with people. So you were having a chat with Terry Malloy this yes, morning, weren't you? Yes, I had a bit of a chat with Terry Malloy I, this uh, morning. Katie, Katie Manning was in the foyer when I went off for a nap yesterday, right? And she was literally saying to people, all right, darlings, <laughs> I'm going to go now, I'm going to go. 
and an hour later, <laughs> she had I came back through the foyer, and she's like, just... "Darlings, I'm gonna, I really am going now." You know, so they've got time for people, and you can touch people again. Yes. I've hugged oh. all the stars this weekend. Yeah. It's been wonderful. It has been. It has been really good. I've, Fabulous. Yeah. And, what, um, what's yeah. the look to occur? Yeah, still so we've got the sound. Heroes of, of the Radiophonic Workshop yeah. and the late 80s. Minus. Minus poor old Peter Howe, who sadly has COVID. Probably yeah. the best of the bunch there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. And, uh, and Margaret Hayhoe and Michael E. Bryan are having a chat. Yeah, we've got more. Oh, I, I, I couldn't go and see him again. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to go come and on. see him again. So when they say any more yeah. questions, you can say, will you come on my podcast it, sign? This is your third attempt. Oh, yeah. look, Nicholas Pegg and Barnaby Edwards are doing a chat later. And yeah. just on the strength of that mastermind last night, I yeah. bet that's worth a watch. <laughs> Who the hell is Stephen Mansfield? He designed monsters in the 80s. Yeah. Like Did the Candyman. Not that guy in the short oh. paint, was it? Um, no, sadly, if he's you no go into the other signing room, sort of past where the model, um, where the other model guy is, he's got some exa- He's got Kane's head and things like that on display that he designed in the eighties. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. I must, uh, I must track that down. Mm-hmm. Mm. That, I, I said yesterday, but I've seen more arrive since. There's been a lovely selection of merchandise as well. More, more Plus, targets. I believe the digital. Uh, card people were here at some point but they but no one out. ever saw them no, well, maybe <laughs> no one actually went in to see <laughs> them people went in virtually perhaps yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. was it Pete we can find those images on Google <laughs> <laughs> I don't know um, indeed oh have we mentioned uh, Wendy Pabry made an appearance oh my yeah, god of course she did a live, I, want to say, I just want to say it was by, by satellite Wendy Pabry I know it was actually just Zoom but it was like by satellite it Wendy Pabry it was slightly she, less catty than last year but there was still an element <laughs> but she got to have a there. bitch at Fraser which oh, yeah, is always, always a joy when Sophie came along she went oh, who is that I, can I can't see, see the top of your head, head. <laughs> last year I was like is she playing the dotty old woman no, no I she, is she in fact is yes. a dotty old woman and as someone said, said in the, in the um, audience behind me said how many glasses do you think she's had before she did this <laughs> <issue?"> <laughs> A so last rosy glow. Four. <laughs> I think we all had a well. Well, we we, we, we had a rosy glow by the end of the evening, to put it mildly. Definitely, <laughs> very much so. I very can't so. imagine anybody not walking away from this weekend satisfied. I think no. I'm, there's no, been enough been, happening. I haven't done a three-day convention since Gallifrey nineteen oh nineteen two thousand and thirteen. <laughs> So this has just been absolute joy all this weekend, and just popping in and out, and nothing is too, nothing is too sort of stressful, and you could just pop in in the middle of someone's mm. panel, and no one sort of, yeah. you haven't got the whole audience looking at you, unless it's unless it's Nicholas McCauley. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but that's fine because I was sat there from the start for that one. <laughs> and just to say as well, like beyond the guests and the food and the accommodation and all of that, just. Um, like friends coming together like I've chatted to a load of people I've never yeah. met before if you are like wondering whether you should do a convention in the future you should come along because everyone is so friendly yeah and you could just talk to anyone yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think it's I think a, social media has made that so much easier as well because you, sure. you, you know people before you yeah, meet them now yeah, because of funny. social media so you know my if it, for anyone who's interested my handle on Twitter is Jason underscore JTT 
Uh, you've possibly already seen some of my stuff. It's not all that great, to be honest, but, you know. But the cliffhanger th- extraordinaire. The cliffhanger. Yeah. The cliffhanger thread seems That was my Twitter baptism of fire. Uh-huh. I kept getting followers just went up and up and up from that mm-hmm. one. So that was good. But, uh, yeah, but do do feel free to come and say hello. And yeah. it's definitely worth coming to these events. More, almost these days more for that than for yeah, even I the, say, the Doctor Who stars yeah, who are I would here. say that's true. So yeah. all the Lucy McCalls and the yeah, Toms and Tom Newsoms and, and the yeah, all <laughs> yeah. the people who've never I been. know you and people the are the Fraser Gregories of this world. Thinking about dipping your toes mm-hmm. into this. Come sort and do of it. Thing. We'll, we'll look after you. We will yeah. look after you. But yes. Lucy, Lucy came along to Aldbourne and three weeks ago. So yeah. that was uh, yeah. and that's a nice one day, isn't it? That's a, that's yes, a nice, that was a nice intro one to it day. All. Yeah. One day can. Yeah, now you're ready for the free day on. Yeah, you can cope with that. As long as you can drink three bottles of wine with Si and Pete. No, you don't get no, to drink, you three, bottles get to drink three bottles of wine. You just get to watch Cy and Pete drink three bottles of wine. That's what you do. Uh, Pete got very cross last night when I said, you're quite drunk, <laughs> while I, I was quite drunk. Yeah, but you, yes, because you were. You. <laughs> I'm not used Garbled, to unintelligible noises. <laughs> Pete, I think, was the... <laughs> How dare you? I have, I have a rosy glow. Of bon- uh, yeah, anyway. They are, they are doing marvellous marketing for Utopia this year. Yeah. But I feel I feel that uh, we should say come along. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And a hell of a weekend. Mm. So we've got panels to go and see because it ain't over yet. So yeah, um, of course, it's time for Dick Mills. Dick who? <laughs> it's, time, it's time for Dick. Who's Mills? It's time um, to Roger Lim. Ooh, let's go and have some Dick. <laughs> this is the innuendo panel. Woo! <laughs> um, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed this little taste of this event, and uh, you'll be listening to other trap ones in the near future. It's all target books coming up. Hey. hey. Say goodbye for me. Oh, oh, goodbye from me. And me. And goodbye from me. Bye-bye. Great. 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 Great.